This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast, a bit of a mini episode today. Uh, I am of course joined by Sam Sheppy. how are you mate? Very good, thank you. It's been a, a good week I suppose, like maybe not so for Birmingham on the pitch, but um, plenty to talk about and plenty to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. Results haven't exactly uh, gone our way this week. We started the season so well, um, unbeaten uh, prior to the international break, sadly coming back two games, two losses. Despite two losses, though, there certainly are positives to take from the games, particularly um, Preston, in my opinion. Um, but today's episode is going to be simply covering the Watford game, covering the Preston game, and then talking about QPR, uh, who we are playing tonight. But let's start with Watford. Sam, you watched the Watford game. Um, I sadly couldn't follow it too closely, so we're going to be hearing a lot of your opinions on the game. Um, I think very negative in terms of the refereeing, uh, eight yellow cards and the red card. Um, but obviously the ref doesn't solely uh, determine the game. Blues have to take responsibility. Two late goals conceded as well. I mean, what were your overall thoughts uh, on the trip to Vicarage Road? Yeah, well, straight away, Zach, they mentioned the refereeing performance. And I just think when a lot of the Birmingham fans express the same opinions on social media collectively, you know that something's not right. And it's like um, the fact that everybody was talking about the referee, the fact that, yeah, eight yellow cards, one red card is a bit over the top, isn't it? You look at the refereeing now in the EFL and the Premier League, they're looking to clamp down more on sort of certain challenges and like time wasting and all this stuff. But I think there are some referees that are taking the letter of the law a bit too much and I just think it ruins the whole flow of the game and you could just see that you know the fans are getting agitated in the stands you saw um Tommy's video that you recorded you know the fact that the fans around them were just getting agitated at the referee the fact there was just all these you know decisions that were accumulating up and up and up and then it kind of ended with this uh Buchanan red card that put us down to 10 men and ultimately you know when you go down to 10 men it's a lot harder to preserve your sort of status and um the fact that we conceded two late goals it was a real shame and the uh unbeaten start to the season in the league at least is over yeah it's a real shame that, that unbeaten start to the season has ended i think it's important to keep the momentum going for as long as you possibly can 
So a lot of negatives there. Obviously, the Buchanan red, which I do believe he is back tonight um, because it was two yellows and not just a straight yet red. So he should be back for QPR. Um, and Longolo will likely drop to the bench. Um, what were your thoughts? So were there positives to take from the game? Because despite all the negativity surrounding the ref and the two late goals, how did we play? How did we look? I'd say there is definitely positive to take from the game. The fact that now I think we're a much more resolute unit, like at the back, you know, it took us going down to 10 men to concede a goal. And I just think, you know, that back four now with um, Sanderson along with the two centre-backs, they're like the go-to guys, aren't they? You look at Sanderson now, he's the captain sort of um, wearing the armband and now leading by example on the pitch because he just seems like such a commanding presence. And um, he's been at Birmingham now for, what, three seasons, but this is his first permanent season at the club. And um, it just goes to show that he's going to be one of the biggest signings we've made in the last few years. And um, he's going to be in the team for a long time to come. And you saw the uh, debut of Oddie Burke as well, um, sort of playing out wide, but then sort of drifting into the middle as well. And um, I think Burke's going to be a decent sign. And you sort of look at the business we have made, some of the free transfers and the um, loan deals, but then also the permanent ones that have been signed for around like a million pounds or whatever. But I think that Burke is a good sort of signing to add to that collection because he gives you a lot sort of the pace out wide and also his physical presence as well. And um, I think Burke's a positive. I mean, we'll go on to the Preston game because me and you sort of saw that game in full so we can discuss a bit better about his performance then. But um, I'd say he's going to be a good player for us. And uh, overall, it was a decent performance, but unfortunately came out on the losing end. Yeah, I think it's nice with Ollie Burke because I think he offers something that not a lot of players do at the club, I'd say. Our team now focuses a lot on on the sort of pace we've got in Buchanan and Laird as the fullbacks and, and Dembele and Miyoshi. You know, we've got quite a small, agile, pacey team. But I think it's nice because Oli Burke does seem to offer something that a little bit different in terms of that height and that physicality. Um, as I said, I didn't watch Watford, so I can't comment on it too much. Um, but certainly against Preston, there were a few moments in the final third where maybe the wrong decision was made. Um, but that is expected as you know he hasn't played too much football recently he didn't have a full pre-season with us um but certainly on the right when he played uh, at Preston um I thought he looked good in the way he held up the ball he looked fairly comfortable on the ball um I think it's nice to have that player that's you know not that flary speedy player because I think we've now got enough of those it's nice to have almost that not Duke replacement because Duke is still here and Duke is still doing a job but a player who long term can maybe look to fit in Duke's position and that coming on on the pitch for the last 20 minutes, giving defences something a little bit different to think about. Um, I think he'll settle in well at Blues. And I know there's been a bit of negativity surrounding the, the, the transfer when it was first brought out. Blues fans were a bit unsure, um, likely because of his low goal scoring record. Um, but I'm sure you'll agree it's, it's nice to have something a little bit different in that blue side. Exactly. I think a lot of that Burke stuff, it comes from the fact that we, we spoke about this actually on the podcast, the fact that it was the last sign of the window and because it was the last sign and people wanted sort of a massive one to end it on or whatever. And there was all these names that are flying around the rumour mill. But um, I think Burke's going to be a decent addition. The thing that I'd say from sort of the Watford game and the Preston game as well, that I've sort of thought about a little bit is his decision making in the final third you know that's a little bit questionable but at the end of the day he's coming into a new side a lot of them players in that lineup are new players so they will have to still gel together and know the runs that each other's going to make and where they're going to be at certain times so I'm not going to you know judge a player too quickly like positively or negatively just sort of a steady opinion at the moment and um, from the Watford game I mean both sides did hit the woodwork before there was a goal 
and um, it could have gone any way really but um just happened to be on the losing side then our record at Vicarage Road is pretty dreadful yeah so before we move on to Preston I think it's important to touch on sort of our attacking threat and our abilities in the final third we missed a lot of chances against Watford um how can we improve this we've got I feel the resources now in order to be scoring goals. We've seen what Dembele is capable of. Stansfield's coming in and started very, very well. Anderson and Miyoshi both look dangerous. What's what's going wrong in the final third? Why aren't we scoring more than we should? Because looking at the Watford game, we could have had a couple. Yeah, I, I think it's down to what I said earlier, the fact that a lot of these players are new and they've still got a gel together. But um, I think in terms of the goal scoring, you look at the players that are absent at the moment, like Sricky Dembele, he's absent. He's such a creative spark on our team. And hopefully we'll be back for the QPR game today, which I think he is because of what Yusuf said in his press conference. And uh, also soon we'll have the return of Lukas Jukovic. And he offers something completely different up front because um, we saw in the Preston game at the end where we were sort of trying to chase it, as well as the Watford game where, you know, you're in the dying numbers of a game, you want a goal, you're just going to hoof it long, aren't you? And just hope for the best. But, now, because Jukovic is out, we haven't got that guy up front that could win headers or whatever. So it's kind of a hit and hope, but we're not really going to do anything from it because we haven't got the um, target men in the box to do so. So I think when Dembele's back on the wing, Jukovic is back up top, more options, I think the goals will come then. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree. I, I don't think it's a, a necessarily a, a training pitch thing. I just need we think, think we need everyone back to full fitness, back back so we can start our strongest team each week because the last two games we have played a slightly weakened side. I think, as you say, once Buchanan's back this evening, Laird, Dembele, Djukovic, I think we can really start pushing forward again and picking up those all-important points. Let's move on to Preston. Um, an improved performance, I'd say, from Watford. Um, we look good and I feel we deserved three points at a point at the minimum, but I think we did deserve all three. I thought we looked very good. Um, given Preston are unbeaten and top of the league, um, I think we gave them a really good game at their place, arguably the toughest game we'll play this season. What are your thoughts? Did we deserve more? All three points? Did we deserve a point? Or do you think the result was fair? What are your thoughts on the game? We deserved something, didn't we? It was such a positive yeah. performance and something that I haven't seen in a Blues team in a long time where we've gone to a team that's top of the league and we've took the game to them. We, we just look so comfortable on the ball now, something that I haven't seen in the Birmingham team in many, many years. The fact that now the players in the midfield want the ball and they can do these diagonal passes and stretch teams and play out wide and have the technical ability to do so. Because you look at um, Sunic and Bielik in the middle, obviously Bielik was un so unfortunate with the own goal because both uh, him and Long have gone for the header. It's ended up in the back of the net. But they do look like solid in the midfield in terms of their passing and that. Like, I still can't go for Sunic. Like, literally looks like a completely different player, mm -hmm. like completely different player. I mean, the fact that, you know, some of these passes he was doing, I would not have expected him to be able to do that. But it just seems as if now he's playing in a system and a position that suits him much more than what he used to, sort of being that holding midfielder. And um, Stansfield also scoring as well. He's third goal in five games. He just looks like a real good striker, doesn't he? Puts himself about, works hard for the team. And also has a good finish in front of goal as well. And um, it's going to be a thing where the more these players play together, the more these results will come. But it's just such a shame that we couldn't walk away from deep, though, of any points. Yeah, we certainly deserve something from the game. I think we look very, very good, as I said, against the Preston side who have started the season so, so well. Um, I think one player that's important to pick out is Miyoshi. Um, started against Preston, played really, really well, looked very comfortable on the ball. 
Um, so much speed and flair to his game. I mean, how much do you think Miyoshi can add to this blue side? For me, he was man of the match, wasn't he? It, it was pointed out on commentary on Sky Sports, the fact that he just looked so comfortable, didn't he? And on the ball, his technical ability, it's just so refreshing to see like a Birmingham player have that kind of ability in their locker. And um, I'm sure in the future, he may go on to represent Japan because Japan at the moment seems to be producing so many of these technical talents. And um, he's just one name that's being added to that list. And uh, the fact that he's played European football, it's not surprising when you see the way that he played on Tuesday that he has played European football because he just looks different class, doesn't he? And it's just that thing where if we can keep him fit throughout the whole season, the championship is so physical. So I'm sure he's going to get plenty of knocks. He was fouled a lot of times in the game. The press and defence couldn't cope with him at times. Just had to simply drag him down so he couldn't do what he uh, wanted to do. But... I just think Miyoshi was man of the match in the game and uh, really looking forward to see if he plays tonight against QPR. And I'm sure if he does, then he'll contribute something to the game. Yeah, it's certainly a performance where he deserves a start. I know we've got a few attacking options, particularly if Dembele is back tonight. But I think if you play like that, you certainly deserve to play in the next game. I mean, let's talk through the goals. We obviously went a goal up through Jay Stansfield. And I know you've already touched on Stansfield, but do you think he could be that striker for Blues to continually perform this season I think a striker who's scoring 10 15 20 goals a season we haven't really had since Che Adams um but from Stansfield's start I mean what do you think of him because we've got to remember he's only 20 years old he's nowhere near the prime of his career and he's already doing so so well mm, only 20 years old he just seems like such a level-headed guy as well he seems like such a nice guy as well and um the fact that he scored his third goal in five games shows that he's already been prolific for Birmingham and um, his work rate up front is something that I admire as well. The fact that yeah. he puts himself about, you know, even if the, the pressing player had the ball up on the other side of the pitch, he'd make an effort to sort of try and close him down. And the pressing from the front, it really does relieve some of the pressure from the players at the back because we're so used to seeing Birmingham teams sort of sit deep, wait for a counter-attack opportunity and then move. Whereas now we are a lot more comfortable in the midfield and we are pressing from the front as well. So it saves that extra effort from the players that are behind them. And um, it's so refreshing to see Stansfield Sans like perform with this all-round game because, you know, his goals and his work rate and that. I just think he's a superb player. And uh, it's a shame he's only on loan, really, because he's only one of the yeah. he's one of the only players you've actually got on loan this season because you've got so many permanents. But um, we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah, it's almost... Uh, I know he's, he's Fulham's player, but a, a small part of me is, is surprised that Fulham maybe didn't want to keep hold of him because he obviously did very well with Exeter last season. He started very, very well with us. Um, but as you touched on there, his work rate is something I really picked up on uh, against Preston. His ability to, I know some managers are, are quite against a striker pressing from the front. They want them to save their energy and just watch the game, wait for the ball, be patient. But I always think it's fantastic when you have a striker who wants to get the ball back because at the end of the day, it just puts unwanted pressure uh, for the opposition on the defence and it can force mistakes and errors. Um, so, yeah, I thought his pressing from the front was brilliant. And I feel if, if you press from the front, the rest of the team sort of follows in suit. Um, so, yeah, he's really, really impressed so far. I think he's going to be a, a fantastic strike for us and hopefully he can continue scoring the goals um, for Blues' point of view, but also for his point of view, because as you said, he seems like a top bloke, um, only 20 years old. I'd love to see Stansfield um, go on and, and have such a fantastic career. But let's talk about the two goals we conceded as well. Um, two quite weak goals, Felix obviously own goal. And um, the second goal, John Eustace alluded to, Ruddy probably should have, well, should have saved it. Um, it was quite a tight angled effort um, and I think a, a goalkeeper of Brady's experience probably should have done better. 
Um, and Eustace said that in his interview, of course, as well. So, I mean, what were your thoughts on the goal? How frustrating was Bielik's goal? Because Kevin Long, it was an easy clearance, and then Bielik comes out of nowhere and, and nods it in our own net. In the fact, in the first half, there was barely any goal match action. And in the second half, there was two goals in the space of, what, yeah. five minutes. And uh, the way that both of them came about as well, it was unexpected to see us score after 40 seconds, but it was even more expected to see one of our players head into our own goal. So <laughs> it was such an unfortunate one because they're both clearly seen the ball, gone for it, but there's no communication. It's just ended up being a calamitous error, isn't it? And um, the second goal, I think Ruddy was at fault for it. It's just, it's a uh, shot that you should be saving. And um, it's not the first time this season that Ruddy's let one in that perhaps he should have saved. I remember the middle free kick, I think, I went to that game and I saw that Ruddy could have got a better hand on that. Maybe his view is obscured a little bit, but I still think he could have got a hand to it. But Ruddy last season, he was such a sort of reassuring figure at the back, like our goalkeeper communicating everything. And I think Ruddy still is a good goalkeeper and I wouldn't sort of be too quick to judge him on the mistakes that he has made because he's still got so much experience and he communicates with that back line. And as a back line, we haven't conceded many goals this season. So... I wouldn't say that, you know, Ruddy should be dropped or anything. Like, I still think he's our number one keeper. So, I wouldn't look too much into it. But it is a shame that we conceded in that manner with both the goals that are preventable. Yeah, completely agree. I think Ruddy's been so fantastic since he's come to the club. He's such a commanding presence in the box. And and nine times out of ten, he saves he saves a shot. We saw the, the second goal go in, I think. He's human at the end of the day. He's going to make mistakes. He's not going to be perfect 100% of the time. I thought last season he pretty much was perfect most of the time. And he started this season, as we've mentioned, a little bit shaky, shaky with a few weak goals. Um, but other than that, he is a very solid keeper and he's proven that time and time again. And there's reasons why he's played in the Premier League for the years he has. Um, he's got a year left on his contract. Um, I'd like to see him see out the year and, and start for booze each each and every week. At the end of the season, Absolutely. we can always reassess things and maybe look to come in for a younger goalkeeper, a more up-and-coming goalkeeper. Um, but I think certainly for the season, a goalkeeper position is the least of our worries because um, Ruddy's proven time and time again how good he is. Um, let's end on a bit more of a positive, though, regarding the, the pressing game. Tom Wagner in the stands. Um, how great is it to see our owners connecting with the fans like they are because it's something we just haven't seen at all in the past. When I saw the pictures on my phone of him in the away end, I was surprised. But then again, I wasn't surprised because of how interactive these guys are with us and they really do care about us as a fan base. So the fact that he did bother to turn up on a cold Tuesday night at Deepdale was a bit of, <laughs> a, bit of a shock. But um, also the bar tab that he racked up, £575, I saw one of them be. Yeah. So he clearly knows how to enjoy himself and how to uh, enable the fans to enjoy themselves. So the travelling fans. So uh, that was a nice little reward, a free drink from Wagner. So uh, that's fantastic. And um, just to see the camaraderie at the club as well, the fact that we seem so united now as a fan base, whereas before with the protests and everything, they just seem to be in the past now and we're just looking forward to a much more positive future. And this just encapsulates it all. Yeah, it's so lovely to see. It's something we've, we've never really seen at Blues, owners who care so much and are, are so willing to get the fans behind the team. Um, and yeah, as you said, racking up a 575 quid uh, bar tab, you've got to be a committed and, and top bloke to cover that for the fans who, who made the long journey up to Preston. So yeah, it's so lovely to see. Um, and hopefully long may it continue. Let's move on to uh, QPR this evening, uh, a side who really struggled last season. I think the last time we played them at home last season uh, was when we won 2-0. They were top of the league at the time. Um, obviously survived by the skin of their teeth last season. 
And again, this season, haven't started too well. Uh, 20th in the Championship, two wins uh, from their opening seven games. What are your thoughts uh, on the game this evening? Um, it's, it's one of the ones where now with Birmingham games, I'm really looking forward to watching them because it's, it's on Sky Sports tonight. I'm, I'm not going to be able to make the game, so at least it will be actually on Sky Sports for me to watch. And um, it's actually enjoyable watching Birmingham play football now with what I alluded to earlier, the fact that we look a lot more comfortable on the ball. I expect us to take the game to QPR tonight and to actually have more possession because QPR, as you said, you know, they're 20th place. They, they've won two games this season, but there are still questions about, you know, their side because of the sort of personnel they've got. But I think um, it will be a, a tough game as any game is in the championship. You know, they'll, I'm sure, would have practised things on the training ground to prevent us from scoring and tactics to sort of stifle our attack or whatever. But um, I'm optimistic about the game tonight. And uh, it could be one of them ones where we take a while to get going. There could be a couple missed chances, but I'm hoping we can uh, deliver at the right time. So just as we're about to end the video, uh, Zach's computer died. So what we've agreed to do is, is I'm going to do like a little one minute summary of uh, what I think is going to happen for the QPR game, the sort of thoughts around the game and what we think is going to happen with the outcome of the score. So um, you know what's going to happen with QPR. They're going to be a direct side. It's a Gareth Ainsworth team. You know how they're going to play. They're going to be direct in your face with strength and power. So Long and Sanderson at the back are going to have a busy night with dealing with the physicality because it will look to be, you know, these long balls that QPR pump up and then it will be the uh, shorter players that will profit off of this with the knockdown. So um, it's a style of football that I perhaps have seen at Birmingham before, but the style that we play now is a bit more expansive. So I'm hoping we have the flair and technical ability to counteract this direct threat of QPR. So uh, I'm going to go for one nil win for Blues tonight. I'm hoping that the winner could maybe uh, be a late one snatch it. It could be something off the bench, like a Dembele appearance, because he is now back in uh, training and John Eustace has confirmed that he will play some part in the game tonight. So I'm hoping we can score off the bench and uh, nick a 1-0 win. That's what I'm thinking to sort of build some momentum because the championship now, it's so wide open and I'm hoping we can sort of stake our claim to be back in the top six because a win would take us back into the playoff places and it would be a real positive sign. So... Make sure to uh, follow all our social media accounts to see what's coming up. I'm sure a full episode of the Blues Focus podcast will be up next week once we're all a bit more available. So um, be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe. Let us know in the comments what you're thinking for the game tonight. And keep right on. Podcast Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.